Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles, talking football, and they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. Oh, bonus episode. We ain't getting paid. We want to whistle it? I'm waiting, dude. Go ahead. All right, I made some notes here, some things I wanted to talk about. These are bits that have nothing to do. This is nothing. I get it out. What's today? Thursday? Thursday. Mm-hmm. What's up? I always, have to, I always forget to get my allergy shot until freaking Thursday, and I have to get it today, and I go in, I'm all sweaty after a workout. Okay. Oh, you go after the workout? Yeah, I have to because they only have two sets of hours that they're open in the middle, which I can go now. They're not, and I got to go to a bobby cast in like 30 minutes. Do you get that behind the both arms? It It's two in one arm, one in the other arm. Oh. We were at Florida State yesterday. You'll get to hear the interview and watch the episode <laughs> that soon. That was awesome. It was awesome. I so want to go fun. back. It was our best, most fun place to go. I um, mean, we worked out with the softball team and the basketball team. But they, uh, the bags they gave us, then they gave us a bunch of like gear, which uh, schools are so generous with their gear. What I liked about Florida State was, one, it was all good stuff, but they left the price tags on so we can know how much we really get. Yeah, that's always cool. I know. Like, yes, I saved $200. This shirt was $85 on on their tag, on the tag of it. That's a sweatshirt? Uh Uh-huh. That's really nice. How big is that? You should have one. Okay, I haven't looked at my bag yet. That's a medium. Mike, do you want it? I got one. Oh, you got a bag, yeah. Kevin, what are you? (laughs) An XL. No, no. I can uh, sometimes a large too, but medium, no way. There's like he, no way. He he doesn't realize that he can wear a medium and just a little snug, you know, fitted. You can see the muscles under that. Okay, well, it's there. I yeah, come on. No, and they are, the backpacks have the tag on it. How much is the backpack? Those are sweet. Seventy dollars. I'm gonna give this to your kids though. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I told my son, I'm like, hey, look, look what we got you. I got you this bag or whatever because he said he has an Arkansas one too. Yeah. And he goes, oh, it's so cool, Dad. I love it. He's like, but I, I don't think I can wear that to school. I'm like, why not? Because when I wore the Arkansas one, I got so much crap of everyone saying like, oh, you're an Arkansas fan now. And he's like, yeah, I'm an Arkansas fan. He's like, now if I wear a Florida State one, they're going to be like, oh, you're a Florida State fan now? That's and true. I'm like, that's so funny. I he's didn't realize that. He needs to stay with Arkansas. So he's like, I'll, I'll make that my basketball bag, but this will be my school bag. I get that at the gym with the clothes I wear. Yeah. They're like, oh, Arkansas? Wait, Auburn? I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't no, understand. Guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand? We get it all free. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, so this is what I was going to pull out. Uh, I haven't done any of those uh, 
breaks. I did one. We were on the flight yesterday yes. together. I did one just for fun. It was just yesterday, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I haven't done any. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, I'm, I'm dying, man. I'm dying. <laughs> I didn't do one for like nine days, eight days, something like that. And You're, like, I, You're I, like Kevin. He's like, man, I haven't drank since. Well, I drank a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the only one that I've done was yesterday in like almost two weeks. So I've had to stop doing them. But I'm getting the stuff in the mail now because we had like a holiday. And uh, But I did win yesterday, which was awesome because the one break, you guys are with me. On Dorm Dudes Break, Dorm Dude, Dorm Dudes Break. Yep, I won an Amari Cooper signed jersey, and there was no cheating. They didn't know. I just said, "I'll take no cheating." The, uh, AFC North, boom, they got. I won. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the jersey. I have nothing to do with. It. So, <laughs> a couple stories I want to tell. I guess I have been a part of the growth of whatever Dorm Dudes Break is. And that sometimes there's so many listeners that go and go, I found this out because of Bobby. One wanted Tom Brady signed helmet yesterday. That's really cool. Because I got in the room and he was like, I'm only here because I knew, and I just want a Tom Brady signed helmet. And I was like, God, that's awesome. It was me, guys. I I wish. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) I know. And so every once in a while, they'll send me my stuff. They send me something free as well. And so they sent me a jersey. And Eddie, don't say what the jersey is because I want the other two guys to hear and see if they can guess. They sent me, first of all, they sent me two jerseys that I haven't won that are free. Signed. One was Traylon Burks. And you know why they sent me the Titans, Traylon Burks? Arkansas. He's from Arkansas. So they sent me another one, and I had it on my table in the kitchen just laid out. And one of our close friends, my wife and I, one of our close friends is a vet. And she was over working out with my wife yesterday because we're all friends. Her name is Josie. She comes on the show sometime. And Josie was walking to the house and sees the jersey and is like, what? Why is that even here? Name that jersey. She was triggered by it. Yeah. Name that jersey. Uh, Ray Rice. Um, okay. Um, quality guess because Ray Rice uh, was What did he do? Accused, or Deshaun Watson. Accused. Uh, okay, so that would have been a good, good one. Yeah. O.J. Simpson. None of those. Okay. Now think, use some context clues here. Her name is Josie. <laughs> She's coming to work out. She's a vet. Oh, you, duh. There it is right there. Mike Vick. It's a Michael Vick. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he said vet, I'm like, oh, ding, Offended ding, ding. Yeah. They sent me a Michael yes. Vick jersey yes. signed, and she was like, oh, he's terrible. And I was like, you know what? You know, I, you're right. I'm not going to keep that one out. You didn't give it to her? Did you burn it? No, no, it's still. I mean, I'm, it's out right now because <laughs> she didn't do it till she left. But I, I, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Mike Vick. Dude. Mike Vick. Yeah. Um, but that that was the jersey there. So this is the other thing that I told you guys I won. This is a Terry McLaurin signed Funko. That's cool. I, yeah. What is that, like a bobblehead? Um, it's a Funko. You don't know oh, a Funko doll? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, think, I haven't opened it. But the weird thing is, I think he signed the box and not the Funko. Interesting. Because yeah, I guess they don't... Yeah, like, you keep them in the box. I have some of those. Why would I do that? I have a Post Malone one I've never taken out of the box. But I, why would I keep it? He signed the box. I wanted to take it and put it out here. What about my signed mini helmets? Do I leave them in the case? You got to leave those in the package, man. It's always better if you leave them in the package, right, Mike? For, for what, though? I would get more enjoyment out of it than if I sold it for $70 if it were out. If it's just for you, yes. But if you're going to like resell it or have it as a collector's item, you don't want to take it out of the box and you want it signed there. I have like five of those and they're all out of the box. Are they signed? No. I do have a Post Malone one, too, but it's you, out of the box. You collect Bunkos? Yeah, Bunkos. Yeah, I have, Pop. I have a bunch, yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris Stapleton, couple of Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe. Wow. You not Funko Pop culture? Nah, man. Me either, really, but I know about them. But they just pulled this out, and I had picked the NFC East, trying to get some cowboy stuff, which I just almost well, never not a lot of cowboys. Um, but I won the Terry McLaurin Funk signed Funko Pop. That's cool. That ain't nothing yet. Is that going oh. to the desk? 
Uh, for now, yeah. I'd give it away. That desk. I think I might want to pull it out of the case, though. Okay. Pretty cool. Now. What's in Bobby's bag? <laughs> I reach into the bag. I don't know anything about cards. I don't buy cards because um, I just don't know enough about them. I know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so I got into this. They were like, oh, it's the first time this has ever been released by Leaf, the company Leaf. And you guys should can probably come look at this. But they're not just cards. And I was like, I don't even know what it is, but why not? I'm here to tango. So I bid. I did not bid. I picked a random number. It's like 1 through 30. How much to get in? It, um, 20 bucks or something. Okay. But And what they do is a serial number. So the serial number of the card, if you're the one that picked that number, because they don't make anything more than 30 of them or something like that. And I I was like, okay, I'll take – I think let me see what this is. <laughs> can't believe you one. did that. I took one because I was like, oh, first one up, I'll take it. So I take one. I got to be careful with this. It's not a, actually just a card. You open it, and inside I have game-worn jersey pieces from – the card is called 1977. I have game-worn jersey clips of the different people, of Pistol Pete, Bill Walton. Now, I don't know really anything about hockey. Wayne Gretzky? Uh, Bjorn oh, – this is tennis. Bjorn Berg, yeah, tennis. Yeah, I've tennis. heard that name. Gary Lafleur. Don't know what sport that is. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. I know Matt I got Lafleur. it. No, no. Um, NHL – Hart Trophy winner, Gary LaFleur, Wimbledon champion, Bjorn Berg. Um, I have Rod Carew, obviously. Hall of Famer, Rod Rod Carew. Carew. Eddie Murray, Andre Dawson. That's awesome, dude. My favorite players ever. Harold Baines, Ernie Banks. Wow. And Don Sutton. These are all parts of their jersey, game-worn jerseys. This is all Hall of Famers? Um, 1977, it's called... uh, you have re- received a memorabilia card from Leaf Trading Cards on the inside of the card are pieces of game-used memorabilia. I don't know if they're all Hall of Famers or not, but they all have some big award. But yeah. I got to be super careful with that. But it's all their freaking game-worn jerseys. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't either. It's brand new. Huh. So I've been told. So I won this, and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Let me hop in again. I didn't win them all, but I have a couple other ones if you guys want to go through them. This one is not game-worn jersey. But this one, when they opened it, they said it's called the Book Club. And I'm like, what the heck is Book Club? Then you open it, and it's a – I don't know what this one is, by the way. I was just going to get lunchboxes. This is soccer. I picked the number seven, and it, they only made 12 of these in total production. These are all soccer players. I've never heard of any of them, but Let's they see. all signed – there's eight soccer signatures. The there's, it's not like Messi. Uh, I don't, Chris, I don't, I don't know Ronaldo? Them. No, I, I would know those guys, idiot. Alexi Lalas? I would know that, that guy, idiot. Okay. Hey, idiot. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> uh, Harry Maguire. Never heard of him. Mm-mm. Trent Alexander-Arnold. No. Mm-mm. No, I know you're not going to know no, them. No, you might. I you might. might. Yeah, 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 you're not. I used keep to play reading. FIFA. Hey, Bones, keep reading. You have received an autograph card. Harry Maguire has 5.3 million followers on Instagram. He's a current player? It looks like it. I think they're all current. Okay, let's do each of these then. Harry Maguire autograph, right? Signed. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Pops up pretty quick when you type it in. Who does he play for? Current player. I don't know that jersey. 10.8 million followers. Oh, my gosh. Liverpool. Liverpool, man. Oh. Okay. Declan Rice. D-E-C-L-A-N Rice. 3.2 million followers. Who does he play for? Arsenal. Jack 
Grealish, G-R-E-A-L-I-S-H. He says Pablo Quick. What? He looks like yeah. the he looks like the dude from uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, Nine Manchester million followers. How many? Nine million. Those, these are all big soccer stars now. Then Man City in England. Either. How about Bukayo Saka? B U K A Y O. B U K A Y O. Bukayo Saka. There he is. Pulls up quick. Five point nine million followers. Who's he play for? Arsenal. Arsenal. How about we have three more? Calvin Phillips, but K A L V I N. Calvin Phillips, soccer player. K A L V I N. He has one point three million followers. Is he new? Twenty-eight. England. Okay. Two more. Mason. West Ham. West Ham. Mason Mount. M A S O N. Mason. So these are all like Premier League players now. Then. M A S O N Mount. Manchester. Six point two million. Okay. How about Phil Foden? F H I L Phil Foden. F O D E N. Number twenty. Twenty-three, but he doesn't, he doesn't have a team. P H I L F O D E N. How many followers do you have on Instagram? Oh, Man City. Number forty-seven. I don't know. His number could change. Okay. Um. Yeah, Man City, ten point three million. Yeah. Dang. And you said there's only twelve of those made. Uh, it's seven of twelve. Yeah. That one I got with the jerseys was one of one. So yeah, imagine you can only make so many of those. That's really rare. So bones, that those are autographs. Uh huh. That's cool. Yeah, not not fake ones. No, no, real autographs. Yeah, they all signed like a. Thing. I think quietly that may, may be the most expensive thing you have that you could resell. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but. What do you mean? I think that. You mean the soccer one? The status of all those people. And and you but you're talking a global. The you're 1977 talk- yearbook though that one's yeah, I, but that, that's just that's big in America though. Though this one like yeah. you can bid all across the world Put for that us. on global eBay. I'm gonna yeah, say, I'm and gonna it's say, all relevant. You're now. paid in Bitcoin. I'm, I'm gonna call my or text my friend who knows soccer is from England. Are any of these people any good? You're like pawn stars. You got a guy. <laughs> I do. I, I know a guy. I have two more. Do you want to see the other two or no? Yeah. 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 Keep going. This one is called an autobiography, and it's Steph Curry. So it's Steph. It's a book on the front. Okay. Then you open it, and it tells you a little story about Steph, and he signed it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, careful. That. Don't touch that. Wow, that's cool, man. What are these things? I've never exactly. seen that. Little booklets. Exactly. Yeah, they're like grown up. Like It's the first year Leaf, apparently. Like I, know, I don't know anything about cards, so I, but the research a little bit I've done. Pressure Leafs ever made these. And then my final one is called a history book. And they're in these cases. In this one, so it says, congratulations, you have received an autographed card from Leaf Trading Cards. On the card, you'll find it. So this one, like the soccer one, remember, this is a, tr- a try. This has nine autographs with their picture, and I can tell you who they all are. Yeah. So you guys see all this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here are the people on there. Ricky Henderson, outfield. Wow. Oh. Base stealer. Craig Biggio, second base. Uh, King Griffey Jr., outfield. He's pretty good. What Mike the... Schmidt, third base. Jeez. This is amazing. Cal Ripken Jr., shortstop. Miguel Cabrera, DH. Johnny Bench, catcher. Wow. <laughs> Jeff Bagwell, first base. Wow. wow. Sammy, Sammy Sosa, outfield. It's like their line, the lineup. What on earth, dude? That's amazing. That's pretty cool, too. It's like a lineup. All their real autographs in there. Uh-huh. 
So I found a comparable one. Now this one is, how many are on the, the soccer one? Seven, 12. There's one with eight, but one of them happens to be Ronaldo. Oh, that one's going to be crazy. And too. it's going for 1500 Yeah, so this one's probably four or 500 bucks then. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it just came out. Though. Like it just started to yeah, exist. Yeah, maybe give it a little time. It's an investment piece right there. Mm-hmm. I sent it to my friend Paul. I said, are they any good? And he replied, yes. <laughs> all those guys, <laughs> yes, they're all good. Okay. But it, are those cool? Yeah. That's different. I stopped. Um, you stopped doing breaks since yesterday? Except for one. Except for one. I just did it because you guys were watching. I wanted you guys to feel some fun. Okay. But I have no idea what I'm doing with all the jerseys and stuff. I have no idea. I know. How many? Ten. Yeah. I have like 10 or something. You're a social breaker now? Well, I told, we're going to investigate how to do it ourselves. A social breaker. <laughs> I, only, I only break, only break in social environments. I break when I drink. That's it. Uh, Kev, or, uh, Eddie, this is your bag. Okay, cool. Leave it there. I'll get that. No, <laughs> I'm going to throw it. Yeah, throw it right there. Thank you, man. You're nice. welcome. Nice, nice. Okay, so did that. Is there anything else I wanted to get to? I know we have the interview we're going to do here, but I think that's probably it for now. We still don't know if when the show's coming back. We can do it whenever. We can always take it and go go independent, too. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame yeah. style. Hey, what does that mean? It sounds cool, though. Exactly. Ever heard it? BYU, Notre Dame? Yeah, independent. Independent. Well, no, BYU's, BYU's like now the Big 12. Now. Now. Yeah, but, um, if, because DraftKings doesn't do a bunch during just ba- baseball and basketball, because it's not really a big gambling. No March Madness? A little bit during March Madness, and we'll probably do something. But my point is, we could always take this and put it on the Nashville Podcast Network and then okay. just make money up on it as a podcast, because we don't do that. DraftKings just pays us to do the show. We could always do that if we wanted to keep doing this. Okay. Um, but I don't know what we're going to do yet. Ha- have my people contact your people, and we'll do it that way. Our people can Kevin, talk to your each other. people, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have them call you. And that's that's my, my son, my oldest son. That's Eddie's other son. I'll right. trade him one bag. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, deal. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's all I had. I feel like, oh, oh, I didn't. The big thing. Who, uh, this is the big thing. Sorry. What? Oh, you're going to. I knew there was a reason I wanted to do this shit. What? What are you doing? You're just giving me the CD Lamb helmet. No, I'm not. This is it. Uh, I get, knew it. Get into me. I knew there was a <laughs> Mike D, patience pays <laughs> off. Oh, this is great. Okay. What, hey, what's that, dude? It's a box. What's in there? Bacon? Well, this is the whole point of the bit. That's like I'll, my wife, I'll, get, I'll have a gift, a present I've wrapped, and I'll say, okay, this is your gift. What's in it? Oh, well, you can open it. <laughs> it's the experience of opening it. I knew, oh, this is what I want to do. Okay. Thank you. Um, so we just finished our second season of 25 Whistles, and I went online, and I ordered, paid for these. Um, Mike D, can you walk in here for a second? Here. I don't know. We can get a little some of this. We can do what, on the camera? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on in, Mike. So what they are, it's a box, and it's a gold whistle, so pretty expensive. Shut what the? Your name's engraved on it. All right, put this in the trash. Dude, this is in the trash. This one goes in the trash. I don't even know if they belong. I don't want to touch them. I get fingerprints on them. But it says on the top of the box, 25 whistles. Dang. The whistles are made of gold. Holy. The golden whistle. What? And your name is on it. I got the golden whistle. So there you go. That's really cool, dude. I'm going to get mine, Eddie. Hold on. Let me, just, let me pull them out in order. Oh, and it says on the inside, on the mirror, 25 Whistles, 2024. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. This is... Eddie. Yeah, let me get You can that. blow the first golden whistle. Okay. I got the golden whistle. 
That's so cool, dude. Dang, that's legit. Yeah. Oh, it comes with a little cover, too. Well, how about that? Yeah. Trust me, that ain't what I paid the most for. Hey, is this a real gold man? Yeah. Of course. Carat, what are we I don't know. I, I know I bought one, two, three. I bought six of them, and it was a few thousand dollars. Wow. Dang. Look at this thing. This is me. Oh, yeah. It's got my name on it. It's got a ball in there, dude. This is going to blow. It's a diamond. Now, don't oh, no, give your kids that one. You this know what? Is... It looks like a pearl in there. Look at this, Kevin. I, for I forgot, Kevin. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, did you get read one too? I did, yeah. Okay, good. Gotcha. Kevin, this is yours. All right. Ooh! Dude, this is going in the office. Heck yeah. There you go. Thank you. And then I think this is Reed's. I'll give this to Reed today. So this slip, this thing, yeah, we just take out. And it's yeah, like, I, right, I took it out, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's gone. And that's Reed. Do you want to see if the whistle even works? Eddie? Yeah, yeah, I'm about to blow it right yeah, now. Yeah, Gold takes like. Can we do it? Yeah, go ahead. We're not yeah. ending the show, but go ahead. Hold on, hold on. It may not even work. Be a real whistle. It's a little, I mean, I need to break it in. Yeah. I need to break it in, but break yeah, it, it works. In. It works. Dude, this is so cool. Load again. Broken in. Okay. All a little right. better. It sounds luxurious. It yeah. does. It sounds rich. Mm -hmm. Is that a C sharp? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got this. Hey, Bones, what does it say on the top there? What's up? Like right on top of the whistle. Let me get my camera. I can't see that. It says close. your name. And then it says, I think it may be like the American classic. Yeah. yeah it's like the, the place I had to. Like, go and have it made. It's Very like a little classic. seal. That's really cool. Thank you, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, know, you. Who's, who do you think the only person I got one that's not on the show? Because I got, I bought six of them. I got me one, too. Because then why would I not? It's awesome. And, but there's five of us, because Reed Video is not here right now. Yeah. Let's do this together last minute. Who's the one person I got one for that's not on the show? Kevin Legret. Yeah. He doesn't know it yet, but yeah. Nice, Mike. Oh, that's good, Mike. That's that quick, dude. Yeah, that's really good. Hey, Mike also got Mike Vick before Kevin did, I think, didn't you? Yeah. He knew he just didn't say it. Mike Vick. Oh. Up. I can no. tell. We know each other's eyes. Ooh. All right. Should we leave? <laughs> um, let me set the... the uh, Should we leave? <laughs> let me set the intro up. Uh, here's our sit down with Arkansas men's basketball coach, Eric Musselman. You can check out the full Too Much Access episode. It's up to it, toomuchaccess.com. Muss and Arkansas became the fourth program ever to defeat the number one seeds in the region in back-to-back -back years, NCAA tournament. 11 players in the NBA since 2019. Um, like the winningest coach in the SEC since he joined. He's so cool. Yeah, he's awesome. They're, we're not having a good year this year, but um, awesome. Uh, so we'll do that, and here he is, and we'll get with the player after this. Coach, I have a friend who's a SEC ref, and I asked him, I said, hey, say, say a word about coach. You know. Uh-oh. Well, depends which ref it was. <laughs> Well, I don't even want to see what ref was because it doesn't matter. You know, for this, the sake of this, um, what do you think the refs would say about you? Intense. That's the exact word he used. Wow. He does like you a lot. Well, that's a good thing. Because, I agree. Because, like, selfishly, I agree. Because I'm, I'm worried about that sometimes. <laughs> and he said that, you know, this ref has different relationships with different coaches. Like, are there referees that you have relationships with that, you know, will, will know you, but will call your crap out quicker because they know you and have a relationship with you? Thousand percent. You know, I think that um, like a big part of a referee's job is to try to manage not just the players, but also the coaches. And uh, certainly, you know, you have different rapports with different refs for sure, just as, you know, in life. Is it ever theater when you're 
big and bold and you're waving your arms. Are you ever doing it so that statement is made almost like a manager with an umpire? Or is it always, is that what your heart's saying? It's what my heart's yeah, saying. Okay, Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't take my shirt off after mm-hmm. a big That's win. I, I mean, that, that definitely wouldn't happen. It's just pure emotion with me. Does the shirt off, and you brought it up, and I, I've been to the game, two of the games, maybe both the games we took a shirt off, but I was in Iowa, it was freezing, and we beat Kansas, it's one of the coolest games I've ever been to, and you took a shirt off, and then other people started taking their shirt off in the crowd. And I grabbed the bottom line. I was going to do it. I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I can't, I, I can't do that. But like, I, you almost inspire me you to do You didn't want that. to make everyone feel well, bad. I, you know, I just, here's what I thought. Two things. One, I thought, coach is in good shape. I thought that because yeah. you took your I shirt off. I thought the same thing, coach. And I was like, look at that. <laughs> then secondly, I thought, man, the games have to get bigger for him to take his shirt off now. Like it has to continuously be bigger, but it's never going to be That's why I dead. kept my shirt on after the Duke game. Yeah, good. And, and it will never be the pants. Never be the pants. National good championship. Call, call, it's all of it. It's a it's a tearaway <laughs> all of it. And it's just him. The first time you did that, where did that come from? Uh, we actually did it at Nevada in the locker room after the game. Uh, and my wife wrote Mountain West Champs on my stomach. That was like how it first started. One of the players, you know, told me they didn't think I would do it if we won pregame and 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 I did it. Your players, it's interesting the relationships that you have with them because a lot of these guys, uh, if you look at last year, you had uh, three kids go to the NBA. Um, so that's a that's a quick relationship. You're there whenever they come to school here and they're a five-star kid, if it's, you know, if it's Nick or whomever it is, is the goal to get them to the NBA within a after a year? And with some kids, is it different? Is it like, I'll be honest with you, you got two or three years I can get you in the NBA. Yeah, I think every you know, player has his own kind of race. Um, but certainly uh, for the three that were here for eight and a half months, Jordan Walsh and Nick Smith and Anthony Black, the goal certainly was get you to the NBA as quick as we possibly can, uh, try to help the draft stock, you know, as much as we can. Um, and they all got drafted in different ranges. Anthony Black, a lottery pick, Nick Smith late first, Jordan Walsh in the second round. And so their path moving forward could be different as well and on a different timeline. Will you ever turn on a Celtics game to see if Jordan's playing? Like, do you still keep up with the guys if you can? thousand percent. I mean, uh, and with Jordan right now, most of his minutes have come in, 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 in the G League with Maine. So I'll watch those games. And um, for sure, I have NBA packet. I can tell you every play that the Orlando Magic run – um, because Anthony Black's starting the last like eight or nine games. So I watch every second of every uh, Orlando game. And if we're playing that same night, I'll tape it and watch it when I get home. Is it tough to have a kid that may be on the border on the borderline of leaving or not leaving and for you to have to go, you need to go? Because I'm sure you've done that before. But is that like macro better for the program and better for the kid than selfishly keeping a kid back? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. You know, I, and I it, I didn't really have a part of his decision, but a guy like Jalen Williams after sophomore year, he and his family made that decision. And it turned out to be a great decision. You look at him in hindsight now, he got to start a lot of games last year. He's in his second year. He's a big contributor. He's got a great reputation as a great locker room guy. And he's produced and on the floor, I think probably the toughest decision that I've been a part of was the Martin Twins at Nevada. They came back for an extra year after being on draft boards, but it worked out really well for them. And then certainly Isaiah Joe was a tough decision. He decided to come back. It was during COVID, and then he was like, I don't even know if there's going to be a college season. I better go. And that turned out to be a great decision for Isaiah as well. Do you ever see when you watch – 
game, game tape if you see you. Do you ever see your dad when you see you? Like like your man Because I, I honestly like watching a lot of, of of your dad coach and watching like like old NBA films. There's a lot there, like nature, not even nurture. Like you automatically have some of his mannerisms on the side. It, it's wild. Do you ever see that yourself? No question. And if I, if I don't see it, my mom will point it out. My sister will point it out. But maybe the, the people that point it out the most are my dad's friends that are still living. Um, I get emails from several of those guys. And a lot of his former players will say, hey, your reaction to this or, you know, your celebratory, like, yeah, I hear it all the time. That's awesome. Coach, I have so many questions about the Diet Coke. Like, do, does it, do you buy it when you get to uh, the arena? Does it, do you bring it with you? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is there someone that gets it for you? Mm-hmm. What's it for? Like, why do you have the Diet Coke? Well, definitely it's already there waiting. Um, Riley Hall brings it from the locker room out there. Um, I really don't drink that much. It's it's It might be half of a bottle in the first half because I just kind of sip on it. Um, I do like, I still get nervous, you know, 59 years old, coached a lot of different places. Every game I have angst. And so I need a little bit of something in my mouth to, uh, you know, so that my voice stays pretty clear. Do you still enjoy this? I do. Yeah. I'll tell, I I will say Bobby that like when we win, it's the greatest thing in the world to, to do this. Um, the losing because I'm so miserable after a loss, you know, at some point in life, you you know, you don't want to have, you know, 10 miserable nights or whatever, how many losses you have that year because it's I'm so miserable from the time we lose until the time we get our next win. And, uh, you know, that part of it, I, I 10 years ago, I thought I'd be better at it as I got older. I haven't gotten any better at it. I'm miserable too when we lose, just so you know. I'm glad you are too, honestly. <laughs> because if you'd be like, you know, we'll get them next time. I feel good. Like, I freaking want to eat my fist. So, and, and I feel that's that way I, until That's we... why I think I relate to this fan base. I really do. Because our fans are the greatest when we win. But when we lose, man, it's, 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 it's a tough job. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to a restaurant anywhere. I'm going to, you know, just stay at home. I'm not going to go to a movie because um, our fans have great passion, which is really cool because they got high expectations just like we do. What's the best thing about college? What's the best thing about NBA, the differences between the two, coaching him? Okay, so the best thing is uh, NBA Ritz-Carlton. Uh, and NBA per diem, <laughs> yeah, and the food, yeah. and the food on the charter plane. Okay. Those three things I certainly miss. Yes, because we're not staying in any Ritz Carltons. And uh, and then the other thing I would say, in all honesty, the fourth thing, and I'm kind of joking, but also serious, the cities. You know, every city you go to, like you go to L.A., you're playing the Lakers, playing the Clippers, you go to the Bay Area, you're playing the Golden State Warriors, you go to Chicago, you're playing the Bulls, and so the amount of friends that have moved to these big cities or are close enough to the big cities, it, that's really cool to be able to travel, you know, to the 30 different cities and you're always leaving tickets on the road as a road team to, for some friend that you know. In college, I don't have any friends in Tuscaloosa. I don't have any friends when we go to Auburn. I don't have any friends when we go to- There are no cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, towns. I mean, my, yeah. my, uh, my road tickets never get used unless my family- goes on a road trip. And I will say, in all honesty, that is a, that's a big difference. And then on the floor, there's so many differences. I mean, the way you sub, because the game's eight minutes longer in the NBA, you're playing 82 games as opposed to 30. You got to rest your veterans a little bit more in the NBA. Um, so, and then, you know, little things like just being able to advance the ball. 
on a timeout late game in the NBA. You got to have great late game packages. Men's college basketball, we can advance it. Women's college basketball, they can advance it. And then in college, baseline out of bounds, super important. In the NBA, your side out of bounds. You better be really good offensively and defensively. Coach, I see that Coach Smart has become your hold me back guy, you know, stepping out and being like, oh, coach, coach, back it up, back it up. We're going to get a T. Uh, do you tell them before the game, like, hey, man, just get in my face. Don't let me don't let me do anything stupid. How does that go down? I'll, like, if I'm about to, like, lose it, sometimes I know. And, <laughs> and uh, sometimes I'll say, like, hey, you know, when so-and-so walks back down here, like, like, be ready. You know, because I'm, I'm going to be, if I'm sitting down, I'm going to be in eject mode to, you know, to get out of my chair pretty quickly and, and, and give my thoughts on something. Um, and my son, Michael, is, has kind of entered into the <laughs> hold me back time. Um, you know, so it's now I have two people tag team and trying to keep me out, you know, in good graces. Yeah, but the other, the other day I kind of saw you fighting with them. Like, are you telling them, like, get, get your hands off me. Like, I got this. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> All right, final three questions. Uh, you've been around basketball for so long and around all the big stars. So when you see the Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, and you see the comparisons, like where do you fall in on that? Wow. Um, as far as like the greatest sure. of all time, yeah. I, I have all these different categories and uh, like greatest entertainer of all time, in my opinion, Magic Johnson. Uh, greatest competitor, Michael Jordan. Um Maybe biggest freak because he can play one through five, LeBron James. So, um, but if if someone said, "Hey, who is the greatest?" I'm going with Michael Jordan. Um, I will say, like, there's a there's a small category of like who was really really super hard to game plan for. Allen Iverson, super hard to game plan for. Charles Barkley, super hard to game plan for. So, a um, lot of lot of great players in the history of the game. Um, and, and all superstars create this dilemma when you try to figure out how to game plan against them. Who is your biggest, when you think the biggest headache, you talk about game planning and it's just tough. Like who had your number? What player had your number as a coach? And you hated playing it because you knew it probably wasn't going to be good. Wow. Um, I know what coach had my number and I never, ever want to ever coach against at any point, Hubie Brown. And I would tell our staff like, Hey, if we're not up, by at least seven points under two minutes, we got no chance to beat Hubie Brown because he was so good late game. I would say, um, you know, game plan-wise, the hardest guy uh, would, would, would probably be Kobe Bryant. And, and what we try to do with Kobe, first half, we send him to the left, or first quarter to the left, second quarter to the right, straight up in the third, and then whatever might have worked, we tried to do that in the fourth quarter, but he was so smart. I mean, he he figured it out after you play him once or twice. Who's the best pure shooter you've ever coached, college and NBA? Best pure shooter, uh, a guy named Kendall Stevens at Nevada, and I would say the next best would be Isaiah Joe. Well, Isaiah Joe, I mean, he's taking it to the next level. The next OKC. level. It's been like, unbelievable. I watched every game he played here, like every game, and even I didn't see what he's doing now there at that level even but even Jalen like he's developed such an outside shot as well um because he has to play that role a bit more because he's not 6'11 7 foot um what how many shots are these guys getting up a day if they're a bit, if they're a three-point shooter that's their role how many opinion for example what's he shooting a day probably a thousand god cool. yeah. a day yeah god. yep and some, some guys got like they you come up with mini goals like hey am I going to make 500 a day is it 250 today 
other players that I've been around are like, I'm going to get up X amount of shots regardless of how many go down. Um, so each guy should have his own, you know, mini goals per day and then mini goals per week. Uh, not everybody does that, but the great ones certainly do. Oh, All right, final question. What's the ceiling for this year's team? Wow, great question. I'm still trying to figure out roles, rotations. Um, I think because, and we know it was an exhibition game, which doesn't count, because we played so well against Purdue, because we played really well against Duke, although both those games were at home, which our home advantage is, is pretty doggone good. Um, I mean, I think this team can can do what past teams have done, which uh, put themselves in a chance to, one, we got to make the tournament. Right now, we're you know, our numbers need to improve from where they've been in the past at this time. So our Ken Palm numbers have to improve. Um, if we somehow are able to get in the tournament, I think this team can really peak at, in, in March because so many new pieces were a veteran team. I think this team could be really good in March, but <laughs> we got to be, we got to put ourselves in position to be in position. Well, coach, we appreciate your time. No, thanks. thanks Thank you, coach. It. Thanks, you guys. All right. So this is our chat with senior guard. Caleb Battle. Eddie kept calling him Caleb the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought his name was Caleb. When we were playing my bad. ball. My bad. Uh, Caleb transferred over from Temple. <laughs> uh, this is us. I mean, you can shoot like crazy. Here's Caleb Battle. If you were to see us walk in the gym, looking, I mean, exactly like this, and we're like, we're here to, we're here to play. What would you, what would you think for real? Like, first impression yeah. for real. Like, we walk, we walk in, we're like, we're trying to make the team. Uh, I don't know if I pass you guys the ball. I feel like I look like a good shooter, at least. Maybe not the best athlete, but I look like I like, can shoot a little bit. Yeah. Like I got glasses. I think it looked like you would be able to manage my money better. Okay. okay. You heard it here first. All right. That was the funniest thing ever said on this show. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Of all the things that were said, that's it. That's number one, the funniest thing we've ever said. Huh. Okay. Uh, why Arkansas? Uh, great plays, great fans. I like it. Whenever you come into this place and there's 20,000 people, like when you play Duke, is that the biggest loudest you've played in by far yeah it was amazing i mean the crowd is loud and now you just want to go out there and compete can you tell how hype a crowd's going to be by how early they're here during like shoot around warm-ups um not really i mean <laughs> during 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 the duke game i saw a lot of like people like set up the white um like shirts or yeah. towels before the game and then we had our first warm-up like an hour before and i went back in the locker room we got our pregame speech and i walked outside and then it was like a couple thousand, like 5,000 extra people. Yeah. And then we went back inside and it was like 10,000 extra people. So I was like, okay, so oh. I guess it's time. Do you dream of playing basketball when you sleep? Do you ever have dreams about basketball? Yeah, all what the time. What's your dream? What's like your most frequent basketball dream? Um, Hitting a game winner in the NBA. You haven't done that yet though? No, yeah. never. Are yeah. you wearing normal clothes or like, are you wearing something weird? No, nah, I always got on like a white jersey, like a home jersey though, always. So. Yeah. I have that dream, I'm naked. <laughs> No, it's all, I have that dream. Right. I have a dream like that. I got to have any jersey. Don't talk about that. No, no, no. So when you come to a school like Arkansas and you got other other players that obviously come from great backgrounds, great basketball players, like, and you also you came from a big school coming here. Like, is it intimidating to come here, or does it like inspire you, make you better? It inspires me. Nothing intimidates me on the court. Um, I kind of like to be the person that intimidates other people. I want to bully people when I'm on the court or make them scared to guard me. That's why I wear number zero, actually, because I feel like nobody can guard me. Do you do you talk trash? Only when they say something first. What's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to you? Like uh, that affected you where you're like, all right, all game, I'm in his ear. Like what offends you? Like you can't shoot? I feel like it offends me when somebody just feels like confident. 
like they looking at me, they not nervous. Yeah. Then I kind of get offended. Now I'm, I'm probably going to try to make you nervous. You know what I mean? What so if, I'm offending you right now during this interview? Nah, we're not competing right now. <laughs> what about if somebody's like sagging off you on purpose? Like just to show you that. I'll probably talk trash after that. Because yeah. I'm uh, after I make a buck and I'm probably going to say something. If you were shooting empty gym, nobody around, 100 shots, how many of those could you make from three? If I'm shooting 100 shots? Empty, nobody in front of you. Yeah. I feel like I can make all 100. Okay, but you can't make yeah, 100. Like, how why can't I? Think, oh, I don't, I don't, I, the can is not in my vocabulary. Okay, I feel okay. like I can do anything. That's cool. That's really cool. That's definitely number one in my vocabulary. <laughs> now I'm trapped because if I say anything else, I'm a big loser for trying to talk him out of his motivational. Okay, if, what would be your ideal at the end of a season three-point percentage at the end of a season? Over 40. Yeah. What are you now, you know? I don't even know. I don't even know my stats. I just know all the bad things I do because I know my coaching staff would definitely chop up that film and send that to me to get me better. So I don't know about the good. I just know about like things I got to improve on. Do you ever make a play, or, like mess up, turnover, and you're like, God, I know I'm coming out the game. And you don't even want to look over at the bench. Yeah. Or if I foul, for sure, I'm coming out the game. But I'm going to go back in there, but I just know, you know, I'm coming out for a little bit. If you're hot and you're feeling it, you keep throwing it up, you have a green light? Yeah. Here? I feel like I have a green light, a green light before I even shoot my first shot. Hundred for a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Could you shoot if if you shot from like the the state here, like you just came and fired from right here? Coach, get mad. I better make it. If you made it, would he be mad? No. If I shot it, yeah. But if you missed it, he'd be mad. But you don't miss. You make a hundred for a hundred. Yeah. Well, in my mind, every shot I shoot, you know, it's going in, or else I wouldn't even shoot it. If you're off a night, let's say you missed three or four in a row, do you are you anxious to get back out and keep throwing it up? Yeah. Just to do what? Show, prove to, to yourself? Or? To make it. What's the most you ever made in the game? Most three-pointers, high school? 11, something like that. What's the That's, most points you ever scored in a high school game? In my high school, like we said, I used to be taking on in the third quarter. So I remember I had 40 in the third, and then they didn't put me back in for the fourth quarter. So it was like three minutes left in the third. I had 40 already, and then coach wouldn't let me play. Because he said I got to stay in this um, league for a while, and he's the one to get everybody else mad and stuff like that. So. What a loser. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I told him, keep him in the game. You did? Yeah, he didn't listen he didn't to you? Listen. When you look when you look on the sideline, you see like, you know, 12, 14 assistant coaches. Can you hear all of them yelling? Do you are you supposed to pay attention to only one? No, nah, you hear everybody's voice. You it's funny, cause when you play basketball, you hear like the voices you have to hear. Like when I when the fans I don't hear anything, but on the sideline, if I hear like shooter, shooter, backdoor cut, or whatever, you hear that stuff. You don't hear like you suck. No, I never heard that. I wish I did. It'll probably make me it'll probably energize me, turn me up a little bit. Your goal to lead the SC in scoring? No. Nah. You probably will. Nah. Well, who knows? But I mean, that's not my goal. And my goal is to uh, win as many games. You don't keep up with that. Nah. You know, you're. you're I mean, you're. You're, you're there. If, my. My. my <laughs> I mean, no, no, I'm not lying to him at all. My, you're my, out there. You're, you're, my people's always telling me if you know you're good at something, then you don't have to like worry about that. Focus on other things. All right, that's it for us. I didn't get a text from my friend who's a soccer guy. He said yes. And he said, uh, do you want them in order of greatness? Yeah. And he said, obviously, this is opinion-based. Two of them play for the club I support. And so he's going to list them out. Um, but he's a uh, gotcha. Arsenal. He's an Arsenal guy. He is an Arsenal guy. Yeah. Got your whistles. I'll take read his. Don't tell him. Eddie, I have more football cards for your kids. Awesome. Oh, dude, you know what's funny? Um, one of those you left in the package. And so I opened it, and I was like, all right. One of them, like, I don't clean his room or something. And I'm like, I got a little prize for you. And so we opened it up, and it was just a car that said, sorry I didn't win your jersey. Oh, but, yeah, that's what they said. But them. try again next time. Yeah. 
Dang, and that's my, like son, a tease. my son was like, oh, damn, what do I do with if this? I do, yeah, that's why I get this crap. They send stuff. If like They have to send something so it's not considered gambling. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because you're not just betting money oh. and then you might win. If you bid, you get some cards or something. Oh, I thought, it was like, I thought that was like lottery style, but okay. Um, these are baseball cards. Cool. Anyway, that's the deal. We'll see you guys. Well, I don't know. Maybe next week. Maybe never. What do you mean, man? Where are maybe you going? never wear a third. Um, and you guys. You plan on going somewhere? No, I'm saying the show. Oh, okay, okay. Eddie, uh, no, let Kevin. Kevin, blow us out with your gold whistle. Oh, okay. Hey, you got to yeah. blow hard on that. Sokka's right. the best, apparently, according to Paul. Sokka, then Foden, then Ryan. Okay, you go ahead. <laughs> They're all Arsenal dudes. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Yeah, man. Oh, wow, that was a good one. That, that sounded rich. All right, good. we'll see you guys soon. Bye. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.